Hi, this is Linda. And this is Joe. With Generation to Generation. Today we are going to talk about how to handle confrontations when you have to confront someone or someone wants to confront you. And today we have our guests again today, uh, Pastor Kathy and Pastor James with us. Hello. 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 Taking your time out with again. So this is an interesting uh, topic today because um, the first question I have is how many confrontations have you had in your life? <laughs> I don't know if I can even count them now. I yeah. remember them. <laughs> but life is, is um, life comes with confrontation. Mm -hmm. No one likes it, but there are times when people don't know how to have a conversation without going into confrontation and it can get nasty and it can get out of control so what we're going to talk about are the skills that's that are needed in order to have a confrontation without people being hurt mm. afterwards yeah yeah the the amount of cover the number of confrontations isn't really the, the the problem you can have as many as you can have or as many as there is mm -hmm. The, the major thing is how you handle it because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. humans have confrontation all the time. Yeah. You, you know, so it, what's really important is how you handle it. Mm -hmm. I don't like confrontation. I don't no. think. Cause we have, well, usually when you have to confront somebody, it's always something, um, how do you say it? Like um, something, they did something wrong, you know, and you have to confront them and they might, and chances are uh, they can get upset, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess most people don't like because I know some people, they, love, they don't mind confrontation. They love it. But I always get this boiling sensation inside of me mm. when mm. I have to, when I know I have to confront. Yeah. Like that. So it's kind of an anxiety type of thing. Yeah, it's like this boil. Yeah, I feel heated and hot and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes yeah. you got to do it, you know? I think sometimes the nature of a person, depending on where they came from, depending on their upbringing and uh, how they got taught to do confrontation that- or even mm -hmm. communication. Mm -hmm, or even communication, that uh, confrontation then becomes a, a, a platform for them to, to prove their worth if they connected to value, they, it proves their worth if, if they connected to uh, uh, control. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a person wants to be a controller, mm -hmm. uh, and and that's a way to become a controller. And so it, it can they connect it to different things depending on where they come, where we come from. Mm -hmm. Some people, <clears throat> excuse me. Some people um, like to go toe to toe with another person to show how smart they are with words. Some people, you know, have a larger vocabulary. So you can say one thing and maybe your vocabulary is small, but this person can come at you with a barrage of words and phrases. And so that makes them feel more powerful. But if after a confrontation, you feel bad about yourself, then that wasn't a healthy confrontation because mm -hmm. confrontation is really, I just need you to hear me. And if I can say it in a way where you understand where I'm coming from without being offended, yeah. then what I've done is had a confrontation without anyone, anyone getting hurt. Because yeah. we don't want to leave without 
um, a, a good understanding of what was brought to the table and then walking away and feeling like, you know what, we handled that well. Because the outcome is really what's important. Yeah. How are you going to feel? How is that other person going to feel as they leave, you know, as you go your separate ways? Did, did that go well? Because sometimes we've heard people say, well, that didn't go so well, yeah. you know, because our emotions can get so riled up that we end up saying or doing or speaking in a way where that other person feels like they're being challenged. And sometimes people will try to come back at you. But in a healthy uh, confrontation, it's not about who wins or who loses. How can we settle our differences and both of us feel good about how the, the outcome? Mm -hmm. So then do you think you like, so we are, do you think that we're a society then where, you know, cause we're easily offended, you know, as a society. So it makes it hard, harder to, well, well, not makes it hard, but it is even more important to have these good skills since we are a society that tend to be easily offended. Yeah, I, I think so, Joe. I think it's extremely important for uh, us as a people and a society in general to become better at relationships mm. because we are so easily offended. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we, when you look at us as a, well, let's just say as a people or as a nation or, uh, and look at us as far as our relationships, we tend to be pretty tore up from the floor up. <laughs> you, you, you know, we, we tend to, uh, and, and we don't tend to be getting better at it. We're tending, we, we tend to uh, make other things to, to get in, to, to step into place of what should be so that we can continue to have what we want to have and yet not be responsible for it. Mm. If that makes sense. So, so now in our youth, we have more young people that are living together versus marrying uh, uh, each other. We have more, even in, in uh, Christian communities, we have more divorce in Christian community. Uh, uh, Just about as much. Yeah, at least 50% mm -hmm. in the Christian community, people are divorcing. In the secular community, it's actually even higher than that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so people under, say, 40 or 30 are divorcing more than people that were over 40 and, you know, going. So the, the negative aspect of relationship is going is growing it's getting higher versus less that means we probably are a nation of people who are abandoning skills and, mm. and just moving toward emotional uh connection connection and mm. doing whatever we want to mm. do and and which is the human uh, symptom yeah and I was going to say, if we were to take a poll, you know, just randomly any at in any area, in any community, um, if we were to take a poll and ask people, have you ever had a relationship education class? Have you ever um, learned skills for healthy communication? Have you ever learned skills for um, dealing with conflict? 
the average person, I started to say the average Joe, but I decided not to, <laughs> even though I just put it out there. Uh, the average person would say no. The average person would say no. So a lot of times when we are teaching the classes that we are teaching with Healthy Relationships California, people come in there with like, oh, what is this? What is this? You know, uh, you know, because nobody is embracing that as something of importance. How to get money, how to, how to find a, a, a job, you know, those things are important. But at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. Yep. Whether it's on your job, whether it's with your neighbors, whether it's with your extended family members, it's all about relationships and good communication skills because when those are not in place, a lot of damage can be done. And a lot of damage can be done, not just for the people that are in the conversation that's not going so well, but the, the generation behind us, they're, they're, they're taking notes. And oh. if no one shows how to have good communication skills, then the generation under us like this program that you guys invited us to be part of. And, and thank you so much for that, that you trust us um, with this information. They are losing out. Yeah. And, and people will just, I need a good job. I need a career. I need to go to college. I need to make this amount of money in order to retire um, comfortably. Those are the things that we're thinking about. Mm -hmm. But in the course of our lives, if we don't have good communication, if we don't have good relationships, we will not be that happy with the money and the house and the job and the education. That won't matter. You know, yeah, it's nice to have the money. We all need it. Yep. We enjoy it if we have extra. But at the end of the day, if I have all the stuff and all the things and, and I don't have a good relationship, I can't hug a TV. I can't hug. I can't hug a brand new Beamer. Yeah. I, I need a body. I need mm -hmm. a person that I can grow with that will allow me to grow. Mm -hmm. Because none of us come here knowing everything. But I can tell you this, knowing these skills, having these skills as part of my emotional DNA now has made my life so much better. It just has. So what's the first skill set then? Okay, uh, first of all, in, in confrontation, what we have to rem remember, Joe, is that confrontation is just a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. That's basically all it is. Mm -hmm. What makes confrontation difficult is that we inject anger. Mm. Oh, that gets that and that just that takes it out of takes the ballpark the ballpark and we try to go somewhere else with it so the first skill in confrontation is managing your anger mm -hmm. managing your emotion take two grown-ups who have the right to be themselves and because they have the right to be themselves and they came from different backgrounds and different upbringings and different environments they'll probably look at one thing and see it two different ways right right that's called confrontation Mm -hmm. especially when you put them in the same house. Now mm -hmm. we have a confrontation. Right, right. Okay. But each one of them is going to maintain themselves. 
-hmm. I still see it the way I see it. Mm -hmm. So if, if we inject things into confrontation, we complicate the process. Mm -hmm. If we inject anger into it, we complicate the process. If we inject uh, power. power into it, we complicate the process. If, if we inject uh, uh, moralism or, or, or right or wrong into it, we complicate the process. Because the bottom line is the person has the right to be themselves. Mm -hmm. If I try to change you, you begin to resent me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so confrontation then means now that all of that's there, confrontation means I need your goodwill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then, how do you handle? So, you you bring up that if you try to change someone, so what's the difference? Can you explain the difference between trying to change someone or trying to um, make them aware of something? Okay. Uh, uh, that that requires that's going to require that should require a change. But you're not trying to change them. You know what I mean? How, how, how's the difference? Okay. How to balance so, that? So the, 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 the confrontation then, when it comes to changing the person that you would, you would be talking to, if they have good will for you, they, are, they, gonna, they will hear you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if they care about you, they will consider changing what it is. The mm -hmm. first thing is, I need to determine whether the thing that I'm talking about is a has a tangible aspect on me. Is it tangible to me or is it just a values collision? Because most people's argument that they get into is basically over value. Mm -hmm. A values collision is what I grew up thinking is right. And I, I try to impose or inject what I think is right on you. That's mm -hmm. a values collision. People get an argument about vote who they voted for. That's a values collision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, a values collision <laughs> means I don't think you're doing the right thing, but it doesn't have any effect on me. No tangible. <laughs> no tangible effect on me. Like we have we have neighbors that um, voted for Trump. And because they know we probably didn't. They, they don't speak to us like they used to. I mean, you're waving and hello, and they're just, you know, I'm like, okay, if that's where you are, that's where you are. And I'm not going to try to convince you that I'm right because I have to live with me and, and I don't need to go toe to toe. And that's, that's, you know, that's, that's what, that's, that's what politicians do. At the end of the day, I need to feel good about who I am. Mm -hmm. and who I am with you. Mm -hmm. So when I begin to, if I have a first thing, first thing is, if I have a problem, I, I need to define whether, determine whether my problem is tangible or is it a values problem? Mm -hmm. that, that, that's the beginning of uh, uh, dealing with the conflict. First, before I even talk to uh, you about a conflict, I need to determine, is it tangible to me? Do I have a, is what we are going to talk, I'm going to talk to you about, is that tangible to me? Mm -hmm. Is there a concrete effect, physical, real effect on me? Mm -hmm. Or is it something I think mm -hmm. you should do? Right. Yeah, because I, I think about, um, 
Like, like a lot of, there are some parents out there that want their children to dress and behave a certain way when they're away from the house mm -hmm. because it reflects, because they, the parents feel that it reflects on, uh, reflects on them. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you out, if you go out as a person and you're wearing raggedy clothes and you don't really care about your appearance, then you may have a mom or dad say something, hey, you, you know, because I, I know that's mentioned, I know people do that. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, is that a tangible rep representation or a value one? That's probably a value yeah. thing. And I was just going to say, I remember when I was in school, um, it was an unspoken rule not to wear red on Friday. <laughs> color that grabs your attention. And if you were trying to grab someone's attention on Friday, that meant that you were fast. Oh. Okay. You know, like, um, you know, look at me. I wore red on Friday. It's it's kind of one of those unspoken rules, but you know it. And so for years, I kind of stayed away from red because I didn't want to be seen as somebody that was fast. And I said to myself, where did that come from? It came from school. Oh. But if you grow up with certain um, orientations, you can actually take that and make that tangible when it's not. That wasn't tangible. Mm -hmm. That was that was somebody's thought. Yeah. So I think we should go back to basic first. What we need to probably name some things under each column so people can know this is value, this is tangible. So okay. if you guys name, you know what I mean? I like, got one. How can they decide that? Like what's what? Oh yeah. Well, before we go there, because something popped in my mind because Pastor Kathy said something, and this is, has to do with the movie and the depiction of evil. So every time they depict evil, they always have these two colors, right? Red and black, or maybe ah. orange and stuff like that. And I'm like, like, wait a minute. It, it, first of all, these colors belong to God, and a producer or a director decided to pick those colors for that scenario. Now we got it in our brains. Ooh, that's evil. Well, there's nothing evil about red, the color red, and nothing evil about the color black or orange. But it's but it's instilled in our culture, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wait a minute. So I took that back. Like, nope. That's so, a value, Stu. That's a value. That's the values, right? I mean, it's like, it, it's so much in our society, someone has made a movie of and decided to depict something in a certain way. And now we have to stay away from it. <laughs> because now, ooh, that's evil. Why are you bringing those evil colors in this house? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? it, it shows you how powerful um, we uh, visually, Things can change how we feel in here based on what we see, yeah. and it not be it not be true. Mm -hmm. You know, we think of red, we think of the devil. You know, black and uh, with pitchfork and all. He, who knows what he looks like? Yeah, you know, but but it just shows you the powerful. Um, how powerful images are mm -hmm. and 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 
Boy, I could take this another place, but I'm not going to. God gave, when God created Eve for Adam, Adam was attracted to her because she was different from him. She was fashioned. And so ever since then, our eyes play a very important role in how we feel. Colors play a very important role in how we feel. I like to wear black myself. You know, you can do, any, do anything with black. Some people say, you wear too much black. I'm like, that's a and, value. And, <laughs> and <laughs> you can put anything with black, but it's it's a safe color because you can do anything with it. But it, it just shows you how sometimes we impose quote unquote values based on what we see. And it's there's no truth to it. Mm -hmm. So if you simplify, take two simple things, chewing gum. Suppose you grew up where you, your mom said it's not, it's disrespectful, disrespectful to chew gum at the table. Mm -hmm. And you married someone who didn't grow up like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they at the table chewing gum because they like to chew gum and you're yeah, getting yeah. upset about it. <laughs> That's a values collision. Saying how rude. How rude. <laughs> Why are you chewing gum at the table? Don't you know better than that? That's disrespectful. None of that's no. true. <laughs> It's yeah. just a values collision. Mm -hmm. Or or suppose you are at work and your mate or your wife likes to ride bicycles. And she rides a bicycle, Linda rides a bicycle. But when she gets home, she leaves the bicycle in the driveway. And you drive up. Now you got to get out of your car to move the bicycle to come up to, to get into the driveway. The difference between those two is the the last one is tangible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That means it affects you. Mm -hmm. You have to do something to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So those two, you handle different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A values collision, the first, first thing with a values collision, you could actually just problem solve it out of sight, out of mind. Okay, so you like to chew gum. I, Let's 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 make this agreement. Uh, whenever we're together, you want chew gum with around me, at the table. At the table. When when I'm not around, you do what you whatever you want to do. But just can you just not chew gum with while I'm at the table? Yeah, you can blow bubbles if you want yeah. to. Yeah, but but, but, but <laughs> while we we come to that agreement with me not blaming you, or imposing anything on you, or nothing like or that, or finding fault, or finding fault with you. Just because you're chewing gum. <laughs> or I could ask if I could become your consultant. Mm. Can, I, can I get you to hire me as a consultant so that I can tell you what's wrong with chewing gum at the table? Mm. So if you agree with that, then now I go do all of the research. <laughs> all of the research and come back and tell you based on all of this evidence this is why i think this is wrong knowing that ultimately you're going to decide it for yourself for yourself 
what I'm trying to do is not get mad at you. I'm giving you the information for why I think it's not a good idea. Okay. Because the other thing is confront and powerless. Okay. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that Co confrontation. Confront the person with what it's doing to me. Now, that would come with the tangible problem the bike in the driveway. See, the values collision goes to a different area, but the tangible problem, now I need to, to talk to you a different way about that. Mm -hmm. I need to give you what we call an XYZ message. When you leave your bike in the driveway, now I have to get out of the car, move the bike, put the bike in a place where it's out of the way, I had to get back in my car and then pull up into the garage. Mm -hmm. That has a tangible effect on mm -hmm. me. And that effect irritates me. Mm -hmm. That's called XYZ. Now, is tangible ever a motion or a feeling? No, it's an it's effect. It's an action. It's an action. It's mm -hmm. what it does physically to you. Mm -hmm. That's what a tangible effect is what something does physically to you. Mm -hmm. okay. The XYZ, the X is the non-blameful disclosure of what, you of what you've done. The tangible effect is my experience in dealing with what you've done. The Z is how that experience makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Value collision versus a tangible collision. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's good words to know because, you know, so I can, it's, it's good to speak intelligently about how you, what, what's something, um, why is something bothering you or why is something a bother to you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Instead of getting the rolling of the eyes or the huffing and the puffing. Because mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why it's so important to really think about it before you talk about it. Right. Yeah. What, what is this? Why do I feel like this? Mm -hmm. What if, and in confronting you, what am I trying to accomplish? Right. Why does it affect me the way that it does? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And can I talk to you about it without turning you off? Yeah. Or, that... or, or alienating you? Yeah. Because most of the time in confrontation, people walk away. Somebody, somebody maybe feels like they won. Woo, I won. And the other person feels like a loser. Yeah. 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 You know what? No, no, you don't want that. Because that's a wall that that you, 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 um, it's a wedge uh, rather than a wall. Mm -hmm. It's a wedge that, that comes into a relationship. And we don't need that, mm -hmm. you know, it, and, and this can be used even at work. It can be used with your neighbors, um, whatever that looks like, you know, um, when we work with people, sometimes People do things that just kind of irritate us. You know, maybe they have their radio up too loud um, or they're over there on their phone and they're rather than talking in a business like uh, tone, they're 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 laughing and they're they're being jokey or, you know, they're being too they're, they're not being professional enough. So there's always going to be someone somewhere in our circle that's going to irritate us. How can I tell you about that? If it's, if it's not tangible, then that's just who you are. 
But if it bothers me and it causes me not to hear my customer on the phone when you're talking loud or your radio is on, then I have to speak a little louder in order for my customer to hear me when, I, when I'm making my phone call. Or I can't concentrate because you've got your radio up too loud or you're talking too loud. I can hear you over the partition. And so it causes me to have to do something different. And can I, the bottom line is, will you cooperate with me? You more than likely will if I can tell you about it in a way where you don't feel attacked. Yep. Because if, if you get a, if you attack the person, this is just a waste of your time. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, it, it's no point in having a conversation if you're attacking a person. That's just a waste of time. Yeah, because they're going to put up a, a, a wall. Yeah. And like, then later on, when you try to talk about something else, they, they've already turned off. Right. Yeah. And especially if it's something that's important. Mm -hmm. And we never know, especially in the work environment and or in any environment, we never know when we might have to turn around and need that person's help. Yeah. yeah. You know, so if I don't, if I don't know how to speak to you in a calm manner, if I don't know how to speak to you in a civil manner or in a business manner, if I just come at you like gangbusters or whatever, if I need your help with a project, you don't want to, you don't want to work with me. Uh-uh. No. Because I remembered when you, you know, people take notes and they keep notes in their head. Yeah. So if you, if, if you could imagine how a, a couple not knowing how to do confrontation, how it can really create damage, mm -hmm. just from the stuff we're talking about, I can really create damage with them. And they begin to lose goodwill for each other. And when you lose goodwill for each other, that means I'm not willing to work with you to solve your problem. Even if it involves me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, this conversation seemed like it just made two doors instead of one. Because now, I think it needs to be discussed of when it's a value issue, how do you mm -hmm. handle that? compared to when it's a tangible issue, how do you handle that? It seems like now it's like, we need to talk about a little bit of both of how okay. do you deal with that? Okay, so values collision, there's like, well, one of the curriculums we talk about, it talks about five steps to a values collision. First one is problem solving out of sight, out of mind, like mm -hmm. the chewing gum. Let's, let's just come to agreement. Let's just don't do, can you just not do this in front of me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. The, the the second one is the second one is then. I would like to tell you. I'd like to talk to you about something. Would you allow me to to express exactly how I feel about this? That's called becoming a consultant. The person has to hire you to be their consultant. If they don't do it, you can't do it. Yeah. All you do is frustrate them. You aggravate them. They become drive them away. Yeah, they, they they become resentful of the whole thing. So it's better not to even deal with it if they won't give you permission. Yeah, because if, <laughs> if they didn't ask you for uh your advice, yeah, you can give it to them, but they they're they're not gonna take it. Nope. Yep. And that's gonna create a problem with their goodwill for you. And that happens a lot with uh parents when their children get of age 
when they're trying to tell them what to do when I am of age. Yes, you're my father, but I am an adult now. So, I mean, you know, it could be about a lot of different things. You know, um, it could be about morals. It could be about savings. It could be about uh, holding down a job rather than going from job to job to job. Um, those are things that your your child will have to say, um, mom, I'm an adult. I don't, I don't need you to give me your opinion. Mm. So, but if they ask you, then they give you permission. Yes, I want, what, what do you think I should do? Then you research it and have all the facts and lay it out for them mm -hmm. without an accusatory tone. You lay it out for them mm -hmm. and so that they can make a choice. Okay, so the, the other thing, so that's three. Uh, the, the third one is to confront and powerless. Okay, and, and so you confront with an XYZ message. Then you back off into a power listening mode because XYZ, if a person's not used to that, especially when you get to the Z, this is how it makes me feel, they, they can become defensive. Mm -hmm. So power listening helps de-escalate de them. So what they have to learn from XYZ is that you're not trying to attack them. Mm -hmm. it, you can say that, but it doesn't mean anything to them. They actually have to figure out that you're not trying to attack them. And that's where goodwill comes in. Because mm -hmm. if you have goodwill, you know that person is not out to harm you in any shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. That that person only wants the best for you. Um, and, and that's where parents can get in trouble because as, as, as children uh, get into adulthood, we still want to give that advice. We still want to say, well, I think this would be better for you. We still want to say, well, I don't think she's the right one. We still want to say, uh, why did you do that? And they're an adult now. So they don't want all those rules and regulations. What we want to do is make sure that as a parent, that we've had the kind of relationship with our children so that when they do become adults, if they ask for our opinion, that means they really want to hear us. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, they're just trying to work it out so that they can be their own person. Because here's the thing. Every human determines what's right or valuable in the privacy of their own thoughts. Every human. Every human. As we become adults, no one has the right to tell us otherwise. otherwise. Okay, so every human determines what's right or valuable to them personally mm -hmm. in the privacy of their own thoughts. And that's very difficult, especially when we see our children uh, going in the wrong direction. You know, like all of a sudden they want to smoke weed and we're thinking, oh, no, you know, but they determine what's valuable to them in their own mind. And the thing is, we have to have all the facts. If we're going to say, I don't think that's a good thing to do, you better have Got done your facts. homework. And a uh, and, and accompany that with influence. That's mm -hmm. why in parenting, we talk about influence versus power because mm -hmm. power causes you to lose influence. Mm -hmm. And you have all the power when they want and two, but when they 18, 19, 20, you've lost all the power. Mm -hmm. The concept is to gain more influence as they grow. Mm -hmm. So when they're 18, 19, and 20, you have influence. Mm -hmm. And they want to hear and they you. They want to hear you. So, so the last thing there is, 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 is model the desired 
behavior. We're talking about a values conflict. So model the, the desired behavior for the person uh, in, in, in hopes that they will see it, mm -hmm. see it model for them. Mm -hmm. They may not, but that's one thing you can do is model the desired behavior. Finally, if nothing works, what we have to actually come to grips with is this is part of the price that I pay for being with you. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes with a price. Mm -hmm. Every human comes with a price. Sticker price. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, to be together, each one of us pay a price to be with the other person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> That's heavy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of us, you know, can be a piece of work. You know, all of us can be a piece of work. Catch us on the wrong day, catch us on the, at the wrong time of the month, catch us when we don't have any money, catch us when the bills are, you know. I haven't had I haven't had my coffee yet. I can't talk to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So those are the five steps to values collision. This is when you determine if it's a value, these are the five things to, to deal with, mm -hmm. to, to decide, work through that process. Now you said collision, not conflict, value collision, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Meaning yeah. damage can be done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is any of those when they look and see why? Because sometimes you don't even know why that's your value. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Again, we're going people. back. Okay. Yeah, going back to history, because we get these subliminal messages. Remember, Joe, you were talking about the movie? That's yeah. a subliminal message. Mm -hmm. You know, they have subliminal messages in, I've been told, in the theater. You know, they have these commercials, and you don't even catch it. You know, oh, a Coke with, you know, with the ice, and, and you know, it's the glass is sweaty, and all of a sudden, I think oh, I need first, a coat. Yeah, yeah, a coat. yeah, you know, or the popcorn <laughs> with the butter. <laughs> yeah, another one that Linda has too that in her brain is the dramatization music. I can't, I don't like. For that. some reason, Linda takes the dramatization music and associate it with something for all movies, like especially the ones that I'm. Well, not all movies, but the movies I tend to be watching for some reason. I said, I said, baby, this is not scary. It's a good movie. You should sit down and watch it. But as soon as she hear that kind of music, oh, she she's turned off. I'm like, man, she has she's missing so much. And but so, I, no, no, no. Go ahead. But I noticed that when she watches music <laughs> movies, it's like, how come you're not turning it off, right? So she already she's already made in her mind that when I'm watching something, it's more scary. And I'm like, it's not, it's not even scary at all, but she has already made up her mind. Yeah. So it's the music, it's the sounds. So it's, it's, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, now, now you say, I'm trying to break her out of that, but now when you talk about <laughs> volume collision versus yes. yes. So is that just her thing? Yeah. Enjoy the movie. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> you so much, man. Sometimes you want people to be there to enjoy it with you, and right. you know it's not scary. But she already like, no, you just. <laughs> well, I just grab the pillow. It's not warm. I can't sit. Oh, okay, whatever. It's not a human being, but okay. 
<laughs> that's what's something I try. I'm trying to get over the fact, and I think I'm like ninety percent there. Mm-hmm. But, it, but I know she's going to enjoy it. But she, but yeah, like you were saying, she has it, and it's like so. It's a value collision. So mm-hmm. I got to chalk it up as that. It's a value collision. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, doesn't it? Okay, let me ask. Let me let me be devil's advocate for a moment. Okay. Isn't it part tangible because I want to be able to enjoy it with her? No, it doesn't really affect you. Okay. <laughs> it affects you. It affects you emotionally. Yeah, it doesn't physically affect you. But physically, there's no mm-hmm. tangible effect on you as a person. Mm-hmm. You can still look at the movie. You'll still yeah. enjoy the movie and mm-hmm. the content of the movie. You yeah. would just rather yeah. watch it with your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I think, like I said, I think I'm about 90%. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that the, the, the last part there is modify yourself. That's what that's what you're talking about. Last part of values collision is modify yourself. If the person doesn't want to do this and it's a values collision, it had no tangible effect on you, and you decide, this is, I've made this commitment, I modify myself. Mm-hmm. This is who this person is. Yeah, it's who they are. And I can live, I can live with them not being there for the movie or whatever. And then it's it's funny though, Joe, because as you age together, like there's some things that I will do with him that early in my marriage, I will I I will I wasn't thinking about doing that. And I don't want oh, I don't want anybody to take the wrong idea. <laughs> But anyway, what I'm saying is we grow out of some of our stuff that held us back, you know, and and we grow, we mature and we we find out, well, there's nothing really wrong with that. You know, Um, with Linda, there's some movies I don't like to watch if there's gore involved. uh -uh, I'm not there. If there's. too much profanity and eh, I'm not there um but to each his own you know because we're all individuals yeah. and like Rodney King said can't we all just get along <laughs> so the other side of that that is is the tangible problem if there's a tangible effect then I I do need to send an xyz message mm-hmm. because to let you know how to feel. let you know how I feel because this is creating an experience for me physically mm-hmm. so I, I send you an xyz message without blaming you. this is the behavior and this is what it, what I have to do because of this behavior and this is how I feel about it yeah because I have to yeah that, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, oh, you gave me an idea how to handle something that we were talking about earlier today. So then, after the video, <laughs> I'm going to use that. And okay, now that I know, because I know I had some, see, I didn't know what to call it, but it is tangible because it is a tangible effect. So mm-hmm. now I can explain it better now. Well, let's clarify tangible means you have to do something. Well, <laughs> what happened is. Linda has a habit of, wa- of washing her hands and turning away from the sink and dropping water all over the floor. And I asked her, could you not do that, please? Because you got water on the floor. But the tangible effect is sometimes I walk into the kitchen and my socks get wet. <laughs> oh. 
So, right? So now I didn't explain it. So I didn't know how to explain it to it before. But since you brought this up, those are the tangible effects for me. And I have to clean up the kitchen floor because now you have dirt spots because you step on the water spots. So, yeah. But, but I take it as it's just water. <laughs> yeah, she said it's just water. So when you have, but when you have to change your socks because you're stepping in water, so it's a tangible effect. Yeah, the tangible effect <laughs> is followed by the 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 how I feel about it. Yeah, which helps the person understand your full experience. Now, the important thing is the person that you're talking to has to have goodwill for you to even consider it your full experience because that's what we're talking about this is what i'm experiencing not as that you're result, doing anything wrong as a result of your behavior yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's the whole point then i then what i expect generally especially if, if we're not good at this what i what we expect then is to have a comeback a reason why i'm doing it Mm -hmm. what what More resistance are resistant now what that is is i'm becoming defensive so what i do now is i powerless in that defensiveness because i can't make you figure out that i'm not attacking you mm -hmm. you have to figure that out so i powerless mm -hmm. in your and as you de-escalate then once you de-escalate now you can hear me again so i send you the xyz message again if you escalate again, I'm powerless in that mm -hmm. until you de-escalate. Once you de-escalate, now you can hear, I'll send you the XYZ message again. What am I doing? I'm giving you an opportunity to figure out that I'm not attacking you. Mm -hmm. But if I get mad at you, it complicates everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everything gets screwed up then. <laughs> okay. So it takes control to deal with confrontation mm -hmm. because confrontation is not about anger. It's just about a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're all entitled to our own opinion. Yeah. yeah. So once you move toward agreement with me, or you say, okay, I understand it. Now let's move to a six step win-win process which means we identify this problem by need. What is your need? My need is to wash my hand. What's your need? My need is to not get my socks dirty or wet. We both have a need. Now that we know what the need is, now we can look for, we can brainstorm solutions. Mm -hmm. We're working as a team to fix this problem because we both have goodwill. Mm -hmm. We're working as so, a team. So I, so I can buy a mop, and then every time I see Linda come out of the kitchen, I just mop it before. No. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> moving the paper towels closer to the sink. Correct. <laughs> but but see, see, this this is simple, but people have complex issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it happened yesterday. <laughs> Because I had a legitimate point, I just didn't know how to articulate it well. Mm, I got right? you. I didn't know how to articulate it well, and I because I saw her doing it, it was like, and I'm like, and I'm like, could you not do that? You're dropping water all over the kitchen floor, and then she was like, it's just water. 
Bitch, that's water. <laughs> and, and so like, you know, so, but I couldn't articulate it well. So all those times I walked into the kitchen with my, getting my socks wet, and then I have to go and take them off and get new socks to put on. So it was affecting me. So now, so I'm glad, I'm glad we had the discussion today because it was very fruitful. So you're gonna move the paper towels closer to the sink? No, baby, you gotta move the paper towels. <laughs> no, does, doesn't she have to move the paper towels? Or should I? <laughs> that, that's part of the, the figuring it out, the solution. Okay, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> the solution you brainstorm solutions what one works for you okay we'll do rock paper scissors after the broadcast <laughs> oh my See? god that's a real that's a real life issue that people probably blow have blowouts over oh, of sure. something as small as that right that's even smaller <laughs> yeah you can take anything and it can become a blow up and blow out Anything, especially if it's a values collision or something even tangible, like anything. Mm -hmm. If we don't know how to do confrontation, which is a difference of opinion, mm -hmm. and we don't know how to do that, you can have a, a complete blow up and mm -hmm. blow out. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know how to de-escalate, if we don't have rules for confrontation, it can just escalate into something crazy. Yeah. Well, we don't know how, if you don't have these skills, so basically to me then it's like sweeping the problem under the rug and then the next time come, you sweep that one up because you don't have any skills to deal with it. Now your 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 lump is this big, and then you walk and you trip over it and you fall down, and then you blame the other person. You know what? Yeah. Divorce. And then you scrap, and it's like, <laughs> it, I mean, it is. I know I'm trivializing that, but that's probably exactly how many of these divorces happen. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. So. People will say something as simple as, you don't understand me, or you never listen to me. Yeah. You know, um, and that's why communication skills are so, 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 so important. Because if we don't have them, we're making mistakes on top of mistakes, on top of mistakes, on top of mistakes. And it, could, and it gets to a point where people boil over and they're done. You know, sometimes I've heard people say, I'm done. I'm, what does that mean? I've had enough. What does that mean? You know, there's nothing that you can really pinpoint and say, yeah, but he doesn't listen or she doesn't get it or whatever. I mean, because we're not concentrating on one of the most important components of a marriage relationship or any relationship, and that is communication. It's vitally important. It's critical. So, so confrontation is part of the speaking skills to, to get us to the place to, to uh, actually problem solve. And, and that, that is why I, I wanted to talk about confrontation tonight, because it's part of the speaking skills. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, last time we talked about speaking, uh, uh, you know, eye contact, you know, posture, posture, lean toward them, repeat back what they said, and, and all of that is part of it. But when there's a confrontation, it's part of the speaking skills also. So I need to now learn how to do X, Y, Z, where I can do an X without blaming you. Mm -hmm. How can I do an X without blaming you? Because if if my programming is that you are doing something wrong, mm -hmm. that's going to come out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And the blame is going to cause you to become defensive. Right. And you're not going to hear me because I 
tried to X, Y, Z, X you without blaming you, but I did blame you. Now you become defensive. Now you don't even hear me anymore because you're or thinking about, well, you do this. Mm -hmm. That's We don't want that at all. That's a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. If I can't say, okay, here the message is the first core value. Speak the truth is the second one. The third one is work it out. Hear the message, speak the truth, work it out. So work it out is the six steps, win-win and all of that. But speak the truth is, is this a tangible to me? I need to say something. Is it a values collision? How do I deal with a values collision? What do I do when a values collision? Because I, in just reacting, I generally don't do the right thing. I'm going from an emotional place. And generally from an emotional place that's connected to a, 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 a tangible, I'm sorry, a values collision, I'm going to blame you or tell you you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Let me make sure I got the terminology right. So value collision, but tangible effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, both of them caused me to do two different things, approach it two different ways, depending on which one it is. I got the tangible and the value collision down. Okay. Good. So I go back over and listen to it again to get the XYZ. Well, you kind of did it when we talked about the sink. So what would be his X or for the sink situation? My X? Yeah. Oh, you mean, okay, so what, when you when you when you're washing your hands and you drop water on the floor, that's the X. Mm -hmm. Stating the facts only. Yeah. Not accusing just the facts. Oh, that's what I did. I said, could you not do that? Could you not? Well, you not you, you might approach, approach it with when you do this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not saying anything more than what I did. Okay. Yeah. Not it's just the facts. Yeah. yeah. Just, just the, the facts. facts. Not yeah. what you want yet. Could you not do that is what I want. No. No, no I'm just saying, could could you not do that is what I want. Right. I want to tell her uh, when you drop water on the floor like that. Mm-hmm. Then that's the X. That's the X. Okay. Then then the Y is the tangible effect. My socks get wet when I walk in the kitchen. You supposed to say. <laughs> oh, my socks get wet when I walk into the kitchen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the 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 Z is it mm -hmm. irritates me. Yes, it does. Because I'm wearing two pairs of socks in a day when I should only wear one. <laughs> <laughs> so so you just cut through the chase and say it irritates me yeah okay or or you could say it's irritating yeah yeah so back to your example with the guy or or the person pulling up in a driveway halfway but there's a bike there mm -hmm. right so when he does all that or when she does all that that means or well, he so so it's a okay, so that means that person actually did it. So that person who drove up actually was the one that moved the bike. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's a tangible effect. So you do X, Y, Z. Okay. So what's that? So what I'm saying is, okay. So in that scenario, then um, you, you don't necessarily have to have the person who put the bike there go move the bike. No. Because no. because what I'm thinking is, since like in her example, when she asked who should move the paper towels, in my mind. Since I did the tangible effect in the XYZ, 
in my mind, she should go put the paper towels over in the spot that so she won't be dropping the water on the floor. Okay, that's in your mind. We haven't gotten to problem solving yet. Oh. <laughs> we have never got there yet. Yeah. So, so what we want to make sure that we do is for each person to know what the other person's need is because you can't problem solve really good without knowing each other's need. Okay. And this okay. has been a lot to, um, to try to digest in an hour. Yeah, yeah. This is something that you have to hear more than once mm -hmm. in order to really get it. So, I mean, we've given you the mechanics of it, but to actually work it out is something totally different. Gotcha. So, so the like the first step to this, there's six, there's a concept called six steps to win-win. The very first step to the win-win concept is define the problem in terms of need. That's the very first concept. What is my need? What is your need? Mm -hmm. Okay, so once we get the need defined, now we can define, we can brainstorm solutions based on the need. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we tend to base solutions based on our desires, which gets our emotions involved, which then takes us back to the value. You order. You, you should. That's you good. better. You better. That gets, <laughs> that gets us in trouble. That makes the other person become resistant. Mm -hmm. Nobody yeah. going to tell me what I ought to do. Nobody gonna tell me what I should do. Yeah. Adults, boy, I tell you. <laughs> Adult people. Well, hopefully that's this is making sense. This is what people have problems with. This is why they can't stay together. This is why the relationships is not happy. It creeps into every room in the house, mm -hmm. the living room, it creeps into the bedroom because of the resentment the irritation because we don't know how to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we, and we, it's not realistic to think we're not going to have problems or differences of opinion. So it's not even realistic to think that we're not going to have conflict. We are. Good stuff. Yeah, All right. That was very good. I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, actually, I, I like this. I can go on another hour, but we won't. And uh, <laughs> so maybe we can pick some of it uh, up next time. But uh, okay. that's well, sounds good. Because all we discussed now is how to state the problem. We didn't talk about how to solve it at all. Well, yeah. I mean, I know that's what I meant. So mm -hmm. it, very good. It, it's, it's good knowing, like uh, knowing skills and being able to articulate. That's one of my problems that I'm trying to learn how to deal with is articulation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, because got you, you, Joe. Got you. Because I know my feelings and what I'm going through could be valid. Yeah. I mean, some of it is invalid. Some of it is just what you want, right? But it, you know, no one, I think, in my opinion, uh, has. Well, let me. I lost my words. I think everybody has uh, points to be made. Like there is, they have, they have. Um, their excuses are valid, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Or, or their complaints are valid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, some, some complaints are valid, mm -hmm. but the problem comes when, when you treat complaints, legitimate complaints as invalid. Yeah. And yeah. That, can become, that can become a problem to people as well. Of course. Mm -hmm. 
because we should be able to voice a complaint or voice an issue. We just need to learn how to do it correctly. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. both people. So, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, and I would, I would actually stay away from the word complaint. I, I would uh, just voice my, voice my experience. Voice your experience. Complaint yeah. versus, okay. I, I, I would just, I would voice my experience. This is my experience. Now I'm de I'm depending on your goodwill for me to consider it. Yeah. Uh, and and cause all emotions are are never confined to right or wrong, or good or bad, good or bad, or true or false. Emotions are real. Mm -hmm. Emotions are real. They don't have to have any basis in truth to be real. Emotions, yeah. feelings are feelings they and those feelings are real mm -hmm. oh yeah they're legit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or and so you shouldn't say oh don't feel that way oh no mm -hmm. no yeah no that invalidates the person's feeling mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i think one important part that um you were saying pastor flowers was not just saying what you want but just saying what the problem is so you guys can decide together of what needs to happen. Yeah, it, it, it is really important to, to get to the place where you can do that. Yeah. It, it begins with uh, the confrontation cycle. That's what that whole thing is about. And knowing that you don't just jump to problem solving. Mm -hmm. That's what people tend to do. They tend to say what they think and then go to problem solving, which really doesn't work. What, needs to happen is I if if I have a problem the person with the problem has to speak so if I have a problem I have to speak the problem with speaking is I need to know how to talk <laughs> <laughs> need to know what to yeah, say yeah. and how to say it yeah because ultimately the problem belongs to me mm -hmm. it's my it's not yours it's my problem and so if I don't have your goodwill I don't get to solve my problem with you. Mm -hmm. And now resentment sets in. Yes. Yes. So is that so what comes to mind is being like a director on the set. Cut, cut. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, you know, use some of that. Okay, you know, cut, cut. Okay, uh, say that again. Yeah, say it. Could you say that another way? Say that differently. Cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we do. We have a course that that actually does that. It's called self training, uh, self coaching. Uh, okay, and it's like you know the time out or hands over the heart or this. And what it means is, uh, could you restate that a different way? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? This has been very enlightening. I'm 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 learning a lot myself. Um, so if, um, if you don't have anything else, then I guess we can wrap it up right there for this week. Uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, to people that are listening to this, um, if you have any questions, please comment, leave a comment. Um, uh, you can find our Linda and I information by going to jlburdenllc.com and Pastor Flowers, uh, you can give your information if they want to reach out to you. How could they uh, get in contact with you? Uh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Family Life Institute, ie.com. Okay. So thank you again for your time. It's been very enlightening. Thank you, Joe and Linda. Thank it, you for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity.
We really appreciate that time. Bye. 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 Bye.